0: Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, the 11th of October. Today, the most important lucky dip of the spring carnival calendar, Novak's Novak back on the sporting agenda, and the rugby league star who almost didn't get on the plane to the World Cup. But first... It is moving season in the AFL, and with the trade window set to close tomorrow night at 7.30 p.m., those players still wanting to find a new home will be starting to get desperate. But for some, the moves have already been made. Obviously, being around my family, really close with them, Uh, my mates as well, so, yeah, looking forward to being around them all the time now. Melbourne Premiership forward Luke Jackson gets his desired homecoming to Western Australia, joining the Fremantle Dockers. And Gold Coast Suns small forward Isaac Rankin hopped a plane back to his native South Australia, signing a three-year deal with the Adelaide Crows. Rankin from close range with the exclamation finish! But those deals and all other deals, maybe in the history of the sport, have been overshadowed by what the industry is referring to as... The Let me break it down for you. The Involves four teams, two players and six first round picks all shuffling around the trade board. And to be honest, the swapping of picks and future picks between the teams is kind of mind numbing. So boring. But here are the headlines of... The the GWS Giants now have the number one pick in the upcoming draft. West Coast have strengthened their position at this year's draft as well, but have said goodbye to Dynamic forward Junior Rioli. And North Melbourne have farewelled last year's number one draft pick, Jason Horn Francis. So long, farewell, I'll be there But on the surface, there really is only one winner of the Mega Duty trade. It's Mega Trade. <laughs> Port has put itself straight into premiership consideration, adding both Jason Horn Francis and Junior Rioli to an already talent-rich best 22. Rioli has agreed to a four-year contract with the Power, while Horn Francis has committed his future until the end of 2028. That's a long time. And so ends the story of the AFL. Preview. Get ready for the horse equivalent of a lucky dip. Step right up folks, step right up. The Everest, the richest turf race in Australia is on this Saturday where 12 of the fastest horses on the planet will race one another over 1200 metres at Royal Randwick for $15 million in prize money. And today we find out how they'll line up at the barrier draw. Just pick a spot. The draw will take place today at 11.30 Eastern Standard Time but many believe where the horses start the race Won't actually matter Nature Strip clings on He's king of the mountain this time Last year's winner Nature Strip Is an almost unbackable favourite for the Everest As the current number one rated sprinter in the world And a win wouldn't just confirm that status It would also put the horse within touching distance Of the immortal Winx's world record prize money figure I never thought I'd see the day Another win in the rich race this weekend Would take Nature Strip's winnings to $25 million Less than $2 shy of Winx's mark But let's not count our chickens before they've hatched. Or in this case, our horses until they've run. (laughs) Novak Djokovic's most difficult opponent in 2022 wasn't Rafael Nadal. It wasn't Roger Federer. It wasn't even Nick Kyrgios. It was the Australian Border Force. Tonight on Border Security. It seems like a lifetime ago that Djokovic was deported from Australia and handed a three-year ban from entering the country over his COVID vaccination status and visa issues when he arrived to participate in this year's Australian Open. But despite the ban, the Serbian star wants to become the first ever player to crack double figures of Australian Open titles. And to do that, he's going to need the federal government to come to the party. Who gets into the country uh, and whatever rules and different processes they have to go through is a matter for the Commonwealth. Victorian Premier Dan Andrews making it clear that despite Tennis Australia boss Craig Tiley being supportive of Novak returning to the down-under Grand Slam, ultimately it's up to the Federal Government to decide if he'll get to try and add to his record nine Australian Open titles, although the opposition clearly aren't on board with Novak's return. Isn't that right, Shadow Home Affairs Minister Karen Andrews? It would be a slap in the face for those people in Australia who did the right thing. After winning Wimbledon this year, Novak's desire to be cleared for entry to Australia makes complete sense as he sits just one Grand Slam win behind Rafael Nadal for the most slam wins ever by a male, with 22. And he's just three adrift of Australia's own Margaret Court, who holds the overall record, with 24. This weekend, one of the most hotly anticipated Rugby League World Cups in recent memory kicks off. And somehow, Australia, home of the most dominant rugby league competition on the planet, will go into the tournament ranked as only the fourth best country in the world. That's crazy talk. (laughs) I know, but it's true. New Zealand are first, Tonga are second, and England are third. But Australia gets the opportunity to prove the ranking system's wrong starting this Sunday against Fiji. Although one of the kangaroo's biggest weapons for the tournament, almost didn't get on the plane. Yeah, I was just thinking about kids and going back to my farm, to be honest. It was a long year. I had a pretty you know, up-and-down rollercoaster of a season. Uh, yeah, I was sort of contemplating, but I guess you know, Big Mel gave me a call and I just, I just knew that um, it was something I wanted to be a part of. But, um, yeah, it was definitely hard. Get on the plane and, and cruising because I, I like staying on the land. South Sydney superstar Luttrell Mitchell admitted to Channel 9's Emma Lawrence that he almost opted for family time on the farm instead of suiting up in the green and gold for Australia. But a personal phone call from coach Mal Meninga means that Mitchell will bring much-needed experience to a kangaroo squad with 13 debutants. We got us a couple of rookies. And that is your Fast Fun hit-and-ball for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.